Personal Finance Presentation, Consumer Interest Rates and Prices. Prepare to get financially fit by practicing personal finance. Consumer Interest Rates, knowing the current consumer interest rates and having some idea of what we expect to be happening in the future can help us with our financing decisions as well as our investment decisions. However, it's quite possible to get a little bit overwhelmed with the projections about what's going to happen into the future. And if we do too much of that projection, it could stop us from taking action. So you want to have some kind of balance between knowing what the rates are at this point in time, taking the action when necessary, and then projecting what you think is going to happen in the future, but not to the point where it's going to basically stop you from making the normal decision-making processes. Also note that when these types of rates are going to have a significant impact on you, such as when you're making significant investments for a long term for retirement or significant investments in something like a home, which is also long term, then these kind of adjustments might not have as much impact as you would think. In other words, projecting what you think is going to happen for the interest in the future might not have as much impact if you have a long-term investment you plan on investing for a long point until retirement, then you might be better off taking action than trying to project what's going to happen in the short run as you put money in in the short run. The same thing is going to be true with regards to a home. If you plan on living on the home or in the home for a long period of time, then it might not matter so much about the short-term adjustments or what's going to happen in, in the short-term or going too overboard in terms of what you think is going to be happening with regards to the rates in the future. So you can look up a lot of the consumer uh, interest rates at your financial institution. You can look them up online. We're currently at Bloomberg, which can give us some information, a good place to take a look. We have the mortgage rates here. So if you're thinking about a home, clearly the rates are going to be significant with the homes. There's a whole lot of speculation in terms of what's going to happen in the future with regards to the rates. We can look at the rates most standardly for the standard loans that you would take out, which if everything was equal or if possible, would usually be the things that you would want to do. Try to get to the standard you know, fixed amount so you kind of know you have more idea of what is actually going on with the market as opposed to some more kind of uh, uh, different or exotic, might you might say, uh, loan structures, which are a little bit more difficult to, to analyze. So we got the 30-year fixed jumbo, the 30-year fixed, the 15-year, the 30-year fixed refined, so on. We got the home equity rates here. Then the savings rates, we have the five-year CD, the two-year CD. So you can take, you can basically use some of these as a baseline and then, and then take a look around more with different uh, institutions. And then we have uh, the auto loans. So what you'd like to do then is get an idea when you're making these decisions, then clear you, if you're making a big decision like a home, then clearly you'd be taking a look at the rate and, and seeing what is marketable or what you think is reasonable in this current environment, and then look forward and say, what do you think is going to happen in the short term going forward? Does that impact your investment decision and, and how might that impact it? noting that you, it's possible that you can refinance and so on in the in the future if you can afford the home and and you can do so with a standard you know 30 year fixed and be able to make the payments and you and you plan on living in the home for a long period of time then uh then some of the fluctuations in the rates might not be as substantial and you could basically possibly refinance in the future if you're then thinking about taking on some more risky type of investments where you have a fluctuating rate or something like that, that's when this future speculation becomes a lot more relevant. Meaning if you're dealing with a loan 
that in the future the rates can fluctuate with the market, then all of a sudden your interest payments, you know, your payments can go up a lot if you're not locking down the rate. So we might talk more about that in future in future presentations. And then we've got the the savings rates. And so knowing what the current rates are and what you expect to basically is going to be happening in the future can help you with the savings rates because if you, that'll help you to determine how much how long you would want to be putting money into say something like a CD. If I put some money into a CD and I can't basically re-up the terms for five years, then on this side, of course, I would like the rates to be higher because I would like to be generating a, a return. So, so then the question would be, you know, are the rates going up or down? And, and then we're going to make our decisions in terms of how long do we want to lock down the current rates for sim similar kind of things with the auto loans. Now, the other thing we want to keep in mind are they going to be the consumer prices. And this has to do with, in essence, inflation going up. So this is another thing that we would want to be projecting into the future. Are we in a period where inflation is going to be going up, which means the value of the dollar is going to be going down, meaning I can't purchase as many things into the future. This is another thing that you can kind of obsess over a little bit too much. And so you don't want to get overwhelmed with it, but you want to plan and be aware of the inflation that could be in place and have a general idea of how likely you are for there be a, to be a significant shift in, say, the valuation and the purchasing power of the dollar, and that can help your investment decisions. It's still another kind of area where when you're looking at the long term, it might not have as, as big of an impact on your overall investment decisions if you're saving for like retirement, again, because you would expect there to be periods of high and low inflation high and low inflation during the point now till retirement. And you don't know what that will be because nobody knows exactly what they'll be. All you can do is give a general kind of, of guess. So for those long-term decisions, then it's, it's best to have a general strategy that takes into consideration the consumer prices. And then for the more mid to short-term decisions, have an idea of what you think is going to be possible with regards to at least significant fluctuations with things like consumer prices. So here we are on the US Bureau of Labor Statistics and this is this is where they kind of try to figure out what the inflation is and you can you can take a look at what you think is going to be the changing uh, of the prices here. Now this is this is an area where there's a whole lot of speculation going on in terms of what's happening now and what you think is going to be happening in the future. So you can go into here all they can give you here is of course data in the past that can try to give you an idea about in, what's gonna happen in the future. And remember, when you're talking about inflation, they don't really know, they're just trying to, they're trying to test it. You don't really know what's going on for sure. What you can do is try to say, how much have prices going up in these areas and that area? And you can see kind of the trends and the data here. And then if you're in, a, you're in a cycle where you think there's increase or a potential increase of inflation or decrease, then you can go to the people that are talking about this all the times, which they'll be doing on the, you know, the Bloomberg and the stock market channels and whatnot and see what they have to say about the potential for increases in, infl in inflation in the immediate term. So here's the CPI. CPI for all items rises 0.9% in June. As many indexes increase in June, the consumer price index for all urban consumers rose 0.9% on a seasonally adjusted basis, raising 5.4% over the last 12 months, not seasonally adjusted. So that's kind of your starting point. Again, for normal kind of investors, you can get a little bit over the top in terms on, you know, what's going to be the purchasing power, but you want to make sure that you have an idea of the idea that there's going to be purchasing power. And if you're in an environment where basically talk of inflation 
is happening all the time or talk of, of, of inflation going down, you think you're going to have a deflationary period. In other words, if you're in a period where you have extendedly low amounts of interest in the current period, then, then you would think if just in terms of, of history, you would think, well, if that's been happening for a long period of time, you would think we're kind of due for a longer period or higher rates of inflation where the purchasing power of the dollar would go down. And if you're in a period where you've, you've had high inflation for a long period of time, then you would think that at some point that people would get fed up with it and they would finally do what needs to be done to, to basically take it under control. That seems difficult, however, when you're actually in that environment, because usually if you've been in the same environment of inflation for 10 years, it seems quite difficult to imagine anything different. And that's usually when the change happens, right? When everybody gets so used to it being the way it is, and then it all of a sudden changes due to the fact that, I th you know, people are too used to it. So again, it's a difficult thing to kind of uh, project out into the future. It's interesting to look at. You're always going to see uh, information on it. You got to get a general idea of it and then kind of put that into your long-term planning process. Now, if you're in a period of rising interest rates, then what kind, of, what kind of action might you take? So you're thinking interest rates are going to basically be going up. Then you would want to use long-term loans to take advantage of the current low rates. So in other words, if you think the, the interest rates are going to go up in the future and you are able to like finance a home or something like that, lock down the financing at the 30-year for over the 30 years, then you'd be better off, right? Because now you got financing at the lower rate. You locked down the rate then the interest rates went up. If you would have gotten the loan later, then you would have the highest, the higher rate, but you locked it down at the lower rate, and so you would be better off. And then, of course, you want to select short-term investments to take advantage of higher rates when they mature. So when we're investing in things like CDs, like you're putting money and you're locking it down into a CD, if you think the interest rates are going to go up and you're investing, then you want the higher rates on that in that point. So what you would like to do is say, hey, look, I'm just going to park my money here for a shorter period of time because I believe the interest rates are going to be going up in the future so that I can access it fairly soon. And when, when the interest rates go up, then I can take advantage of those higher rates that are going to happen in the future by then putting it into another CD possibly at, at the higher rate into the future. Remember, again, when you're looking at these two things, this, this kind of advice you can get over the top on for the normal kind of investor because it's kind of like giving advice the classic advice for stocks and bonds is how do you how do you invest in stocks well here's my theory you buy low you sell high right well everybody knows you want to buy like low and then you want to sell when the stock price is high so that you they have a gain on it that makes sense but nobody knows when that actually is they argue about it endlessly Obviously, if you knew exactly what was going to happen with regards to the interest rate and inflation, you can make investments that would be that would be optimal. But if everybody knew that, you can outbeat the market. So you don't want to go. So you can get a fairly good sense if you if you think, man, that you know interest rates have got to change over time. Then you can you can change your short-term planning. But once again, if you're talking long-term planning for personal investments, then you want to set basically a longer-term horizon. And just just know that you may not be able to beat the market as a personal investor, but you're going to plan for the changes to 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 even out and take these into consideration over the long term, and you should be you should be okay. 
and hopefully have less stress about trying to figure out everything that's going to happen in the next in the next month or in the next 12 month period when again you know no one really knows it's all it's all an estimate so if you're in a period of falling interest rates what would you do in that case you'd say well then you want short-term loans to take advantage of the lower rates uh, when you finance the loans so if you think that rates are going to be going down then you don't want to have a financing that's going to lock down the current rate which you think is higher than what's going to happen in the future what you would rather what you would rather do is basically be able to adjust the rate uh, in the future when you think the future rates are going to be there so that you could take advantage of the lower rates that are going to come up in the future and then you'd want to select long-term investments in and to lock in the earnings at the current high rate so if you think the rates that you have are higher now and you're investing the money into the savings and they're giving you a higher rate of return than you expect to be happening in the future and let's say you're putting money into a cd where you're locking it in uh, th then you're going to say, well, if I'm getting a higher rate right now, I want to take the five-year CD. I want the longer-term CD to lock in the current rates, which are higher than what I expect to be happening uh, in the future. Again, you don't really know what's going to happen, so you so so you can make kind of your your best your best guess there, but be a long-term investor generally.